is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Soul Exploration Podcast. This is episode six, I want to say, episode six. So today, I want to talk about something a little bit darker. And this is something that has been a struggle for me as of recently in my life, not necessarily currently, but maybe a year ago, and that's depression. Okay, everyone wants to talk about depression. A lot of people don't want to talk about depression. Um, And I just want to talk about this because this is something that is so important and I think everyone is going to face in their lives at one point. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Okay, so what is depression? From personal experience, I know if anyone is listening and they are currently depressed or they feel, you know, symptoms of depression, I really don't want to undermine this experience. I really, truly don't. And I want to, one, just acknowledge that depression is real and it is really, really hard. It is really hard to get out of. So if anyone is feeling this way or is there right now or has felt it or for people that are going to feel it because everyone in their life is going to feel depressed at one point or another and it is valid and these people need to be loved. And so I just want you to know you are loved, you are supported and you can get through this, okay? So why do people get depressed? That's kind of the first question we should probably touch on is why do people get depressed? I think people get depressed because what they do is they push down how they're really feeling, right? That's depressing. You're depressing how you actually feel. You're pushing it down, okay? And you feel certain ways. You feel certain feelings and emotions, right? And this emotion that you're feeling constantly keeps getting pushed down, right? This is energy being pushed down, right? I've talked many times about how emotions are energy in motion. That's why it's called emotion, right? And so many people are pushing down these emotions, these feelings, because our society has basically told us that you should not be sad ever because look at everybody else, right? Look at social media. You look at all these different people posting all their wins of life. No one is posting about their struggles. Nobody is posting about how they're pretending to have it figured out, right? Nobody does this. Everyone is trying to pretend that they have it figured out in order to gain status and to appear better than they actually are. And this is really a toxic trait of our society. And I really think this needs to be improved upon. Because what happens is we look around and look at our friends, our family, just people anywhere in the world, and we look at them and they're doing such a good job faking it. And we deem that as real. We perceive them to actually be happy. And what happens is we look at everyone else and we're like, oh my gosh, they're happy. And then we internalize how we're not happy. And what this does is it puts us in this dark loop. And it's really hard to get out of that loop when you think everyone else around you is happy, when you know you're not. So what do you do? You fake it even more because you don't want them to know that you're not happy. You want to be just like them. So what do you do? You put a smile on, you go out, you pretend everything's great. But between me and you, what happens when you get home, when you're depressed, is you get in your bed 
And my God, are you relieved. You are so relieved to get back home because that was exhausting. Going out in public, talking to people, and putting on this fake facade of how happy you are and pretending, oh my gosh, everything's great. And I can speak from experience in like parties, right? College and high school, you know, you go out to a party and, oh my gosh, how are you? It's good to see you. You're talking to all these people. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like, I do not want to talk to any of these people. I want to go home and lay in my bed and do nothing. That is how I feel currently. But I also know if I show any signs of not being excited to be here and not being happy, everyone's going to perceive me as I'm not. And of course, I have to act like I'm better than everybody else in order to make myself feel good. And basically, when these feelings arise of not feeling adequate, not feeling happy, not feeling at peace with things, we push it down. And you just continue to push it down and push it down. And and the repetitiveness of doing this creates a bigger and deeper hole that's harder to dig yourself out of. And the longer you put on this mask, the harder it is to get out of it. Thankfully for me, I realized the mask that I was wearing. And I realized what I was doing. And basically, when I got to my freshman year of college, little backstory on my depression experience, I got there and, you know, everything seemed cool. You know, I'm going to college, you know, this, this was so new, it was kind of exciting. And, you know, parents dropped me off and they leave and now it's just me in this dorm room. My roommate hasn't arrived yet, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, okay, now what? I have no idea what to do, and I'm just sitting there in my own head, not sure what to do. And keep in mind, this is COVID, right? So there's nothing I can do. I can't go to the gym. The gym's closed. I can't go to a restaurant. Those are closed. I can't do anything. I'm stuck in my dorm room. And coming from someone who's never really been alone by themselves, I'm always someone who's distracted myself my whole life. I mean, I was playing basketball or I was with friends. Like, there was never a time where I wanted to just be alone. And this was the first time I was like, oh, shit. Huh, I don't feel that good right now. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm almost kind of freaking out. Like, what am I, like, what do I do now? Like, I can't just sit here. And... I just kind of started thinking and I was like, well, I don't feel happy. I don't feel good about where I am in life right now. I'm stuck in this box. That's how I felt. I was stuck in this little prison cell and that just drove me to a lot of reflection and just made me realize that I have been putting on a mask this whole time and I've been pretending my whole life to be super confident, super funny, super, you know, don't give a fuck attitude, just someone that like doesn't care about anything when deep down all I did was stress out about every little thing. I literally would micromanage everything in my life. So I would, I would always be thinking how are other people going to be perceiving me based off what I do? And I based my whole entire identity based on what other people were going to perceive about me. Whether that was the fashion choices that I wore, 
It wasn't about necessarily what I wanted. It was about what other people would like seeing on me. It wasn't how I was feeling in that moment. It was how I wanted other people to perceive me. And what I mean by that is if I was at a party, I knew I had to go to that party and be this super outgoing, confident, funny kid when that wasn't really who I was deep down. That's just what I knew I wanted to be so other people could perceive me as that. I hope that makes sense. Because I didn't want to be very talkative. I didn't want to have to go talk to everyone. I didn't want to have to like put on this, this, oh my gosh, so confident. Like I got it all together. I'm such a stud. Like I had to like fake that. And I say that with complete transparency of just like what I was doing. And I mean, it worked. It tricked everyone. Like everyone thought that's who I really was. But it wasn't until I got a little bit older and more mature that I was like, well, I don't really feel that way. Why am I doing this? Because this is getting too exhausting for me. It, once I got to college, it was like, I can't keep putting on this this mask. And I kind of just gave up. And that's kind of where my depression started. Because I was like, I had a whole identity crisis. Because this character that I was playing my whole life, I was no no longer playing. So I didn't get that security of putting on that perception for everybody else. But I also didn't know how else to act. So I was kind of just in this gray, emotionless pit where I didn't want to continue being that character, but I also didn't have an alternative. I had no idea who I was. I had no idea who to be. And that was so dark because I anywhere I went, I had no idea how to act. I didn't know what my vibe was. I didn't know the charisma I wanted to come up come off with. I didn't know whether to be super nice or super, you know, kind of witty and maybe more on the the jerk side, right? Like I had no idea. I had no idea who I wanted to be. I didn't know how I wanted to treat people. I didn't know how I wanted people to treat me. I was just in this complete middle gray zone. And let me tell you something about the gray zone. When you're in the gray zone, it sucks because nothing excites you. Everything stresses you out. Everything is social anxiety because my gosh, you walk into even a lunchroom, you're like, oh my gosh, what if I what if I have to talk to somebody? Oh my gosh, I'm in a conversation. What if I mess up? What are they going to think about me, right? Like you go through all these little thought loops of anxiety. And this just brought me to a low point, like the absolute low point in my life. And I went through the, the, the basketball season. I was playing basketball out in college. And... I eventually hit a breaking point. I literally walked into my coach's office and I was like crying. I was crying my ass off. And I had this whole list of things that I didn't understand why they were happening in my life and how I was feeling. And I just go, coach, I need to tell you this. I need to get this off my chest to you because this is what's going through my mind right now. And now that I recall, it's actually a picture I drew of my brain. And then I put in all the thoughts that were going through my head. And this was the first time in my life, I was really being honest with how I felt, which was actually a really good start, which still sucked because I was feeling these terrible feelings. But I was honest with myself about how I was feeling. I was no longer being a character. I was actually being honest with how I felt. And that was shit. I was feeling like shit. And I was finally honest with somebody about it, including myself. And I just listed all these things off to him and I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm absolutely bawling. And He's just, you know, 
he was really good. He really supported me and, and hugged me. and was like, man, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I, I can't even imagine what that's like. And, you know, I love you, man. And you're going to be okay. And you should probably talk to someone about this too. And I was like, yeah, definitely. Like, I, I need some help. And, you know, I went and saw a therapist, you know, all that. And, and just a little side note, therapists are dope. Let me tell you, my therapist was a G. He was a dope dude, okay? That guy helped me out. We talked life. We talked everything. Like, it was not like this little pity party where I was crying to this dude. Literally, like, the first call, I'm just like, look, dude, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'm not, like, gonna cry to you and talk about my Like, I just need some tools. I need some tools to help me get out of this funk. That's about it. Like, that's really what I need, man. Like, I just need, like, how do I, like, set some some boundaries for myself because I just like, I need some structure and like, just help me get through this, please. And that's all he did. It wasn't, I think therapists get such a bad rap of like, you're just going to go cry to them and they're just going to tell you it's okay. It's okay. Like, you know, they are the problem. You're in the right. Like, that's just not true. Okay. And everyone should see a therapist, to be honest. Therapists are dope. And he really helped me. So some of the biggest things that I kind of learned through this journey from including my therapist, but but mostly just some self uh, reflection is in order to fix depression, and I don't like the word fix, but in order to do the opposite of depression, because depression is depressing your emotions. It's a depressing who you really are. It's pushing everything down. The opposite of that would be what? Expression expressing your true self, expressing who you really are, not pushing anything down, letting everything come up, which can be very scary to look inward because like I had to be honest with myself and I was telling my coach how I was really feeling. That was expression. That was the first step because I had been pushing all these feelings down for so long and now I finally expressed them. I told someone about them, I was telling him, look, this is my situation. This is where I'm at right now mentally. And I expressed that and that took looking inward. So you have to look inward and and be honest with where you're at. I think I said this in my last podcast, but it was like, in order to fix a problem, you have to admit you have a problem. And that's where most people just don't understand. It's like, dude, if you're feeling depressed, you need to admit you're feeling depressed. Because the only way to fix the problem is to admit you have a problem to begin working on it. And that's that's kind of where I started. I was like, yep, you know, <laughs> I feel like shit. And this is why. And basically what I learned from this is your feelings, your negative feelings, those emotions that I was feeling are not there just to cause me pain. They're not there just to make me sad. They're trying to tell me something. They're trying to guide me. And I think this is how God guides people through life is he has created this world to have basically a feedback system. And that's our emotions, our negative and positive emotions, where our negative emotions are showing us certain things that we need to reevaluate. Okay. And a couple examples of that would be anger. So if you're mad, anger is literally showing you where you feel powerless. Okay. Let me say that again, where you feel powerless because when you get angry, it's typically a situation where you don't feel like you're, you have any self-respect, any power, right? Someone says something hurtful to you or something offensive. You have no power. They just talk down to you. You feel powerless, 
Okay, another one would be anxiety. Anxiety is just trying to show you where something in your life is off balanced. So if you feel social anxiety, your ability to communicate, your ability to care, not care, but love yourself, embrace who you really are is off balanced. Because if you can't go into a conversation with some other human being and not be anxious about what they're going to think, then what is off balanced? Your ability to embrace yourself. Okay, that is key. And using your emotions as indicators. So whenever you feel these negative emotions, it's not, oh my gosh, poor me. It's okay, shit, what is this trying to show me? What can I learn from this? Another one would be fear. Whenever you're fearful, it's trying to show you what you care about. Another one would be apathy. Apathy is trying to show you where you're burnt out, where you're overextending, right? All of these different negative emotions, including a bunch of other ones I haven't even said, they're trying to show you something. They are trying to indicate that something in your life is off balance, where you feel powerless, what you care about, where you're burnt out. It's trying to teach you. It's not there just to cause you pain. And when you can truly understand and respect that process of feeling negative and positive emotions, it's not as scary. And it doesn't become this, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. It's, okay, I observe that I feel bad, but what is this trying to show me? You can almost get a little excitement, which sounds very, you know, counterintuitive, right? It's almost like, okay, what can I learn from this? Like, I feel bad. What, what's life trying to teach me? What's God trying to teach me? It's almost like, a, okay, sure. I observe that I feel this way. Now what? And you can now be the observer of the feelings and not be the person just feeling the feelings, if that makes any sense. Because basically, a lot of people think these feelings define who you are. They define where you're at in life. Oh, you know, you're not mature because you're not happy. You're just young. You don't understand. You're just lost and confused. No, that's not true. You just haven't understood that those negative emotions are trying to show you something and you're still caught up in the, the loop of feeling them and trying to avoid them in order to try to feel the opposite. But in order to feel the positive emotions, you have to embrace the negative ones too. And most people don't get that. You are going to feel both. Stop thinking that you're just going to reach this state of enlightenment where you're just happy all the time. Oh my gosh, if I get rich, I'll just be happy all the time. No, you won't. If I just had this house, if I just have this car, if I just had this amount of money, I will be happy all the time. No, you won't. Nothing externally in this world will keep you safe from feeling both positive and negative emotions. Welcome to the real world. So once you can fully respect the process of feeling both positive and negative emotions and understanding those negative emotions are trying to teach you something, the next time you feel negative emotions, it's not like this, oh shit moment. It's as, oh, okay, you know, let me, let me hit the journal. Let me see what this is trying to teach me. Let me really dive into this and look inward and try to figure out what this is trying to teach me. The next thing that most people need to understand about depression is you have to dig yourself out. And what I mean by that is 
basically you have pushed down how you really feel for so long. And we just talked about kind of expressing who you really are and and looking inward and using your emotions to your advantage. And now that you've done that, you've kind of, when I did this at least, now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I get that. I, I, I understand the emotional side of this, but now it's like, I still don't know who I am or who I want to be. And that's where you actually have to create who you want to be. I don't think anyone's just born to be this cookie cutter person based on their genetics. I don't believe that. I think it's more likely that they'll be a product of their environment and just kind of conform to wherever they are. But I think if people have enough awareness, they can create the character they'd like to be. And not be playing a mask, not being a fake character, but being the person they really truly are and who they want to be. And how you do this is one, you basically just kind of have to sit down and be like, okay, who do I want to be? What do I really want out of life? What's important to me? What are the values that I have in life? The biggest thing that I learned is you have to live a value-based life over a feelings-based life. And when I say this, that doesn't mean negating the feelings because I just ranted for 10, 15 minutes about how important it is for your feelings to be used in your everyday life and to be used to your advantage. But what I mean by this is you have to understand the difference between living a value-based life and a feelings-based life. So... The example I use a lot and I used in the last podcast is you wake up in the morning and you're extremely tired. That is a feeling, but your value is to get up early and to work hard, to be disciplined. If your value is to be disciplined and to be hardworking, you see this choice when the alarm goes off as a feeling choice or a value choice. And it doesn't mean you always choose the value choice doesn't mean some days you can't be like, you know what, I'm going to sleep in today. But what it means is a majority of the time, you have to choose the value based life. Because if that's who you are, if that's who you're going to be, you have to live by that value. It's non negotiable. If you want to be disciplined, you have to choose discipline, you have to be disciplined. That's where expressing yourself is because you're being someone We're a human being We have to be something. You have to be disciplined. You can't just say you're disciplined. You have to be disciplined. So you have to choose to be disciplined. You have to choose that value. If that is your value, then you have to choose that when the opportunity arises in order to consistently be that. And what you have to do is continuously choose the values that you've set out, that you've written down, that you've decided and committed, this is who I'm going to be. This is who... This is who Luke Sheffers wants to be. This is who whatever your name is listening wants to be. And the more you see these choices and you start choosing these values, the more times you wake up and get out of bed when your feelings say don't, when your inner bitch voice says, nah, let's just sleep in 30 more minutes. When you continuously choose these values and continuously are committed to choosing them, you create momentum. 
And what this momentum does is it makes it easier and easier to continuously to choose and make the right value-based choices over the feeling-based choices. And when you create momentum, objects in motion tend to stay in motion. Objects at rest tend to stay in rest. So you're in motion now. And now it's easy because once you're in motion, it's a lot easier to stay in motion. Once it becomes a habit, boom, you're set. It's easy now because this is just who you are. This is your default setting. I always wake up at 8 a.m. I always go to the gym Monday through Friday. I always do this, right? That's just who you are. Now it's not, oh, I'm playing a character of trying to be disciplined. No, you are disciplined. Do you see the difference between pretending you're disciplined and actually becoming disciplined? Because when you continuously choose that value, and you be disciplined, eventually you are now disciplined. That's the catch. That's how life works. You be something, you be disciplined, and then you do it because you are disciplined. And that's what happens. And what happens is this becomes your default setting. That's just who you are now. Another thing that really helped me through this process was like, little small wins throughout the day because when you're depressed nothing excites you you're just in this like gray emotionless pit and it's really important to try to find your excitement back you have to really almost be a kid again like that's really how it is you need to find that like goofiness you need to find that non-seriousness about life in a sense i don't mean just be a, a dummy or a dumbass and just like do whatever but Dance around in your bathroom for no reason. Sing a song in your house just because. Like, do little things like that. Like, just enjoy the moments. Like, you can literally do whatever you want. Like, I was walking up my stairs today and I was just, like, doing this weird hand motion like an Egyptian, like, prince. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was so stupid. But I was just laughing at myself and I was just like, ah, like... This is so such a good example of just like enjoying this moment. Like I'm just walking up the stairs. Like that's like not necessarily an enjoyable act, but I somehow made it enjoyable by just being goofy and just doing what like my body and mind told me to do in that moment. And I was just being like a weirdo, but like that was fun. Like it was just fun. I just started laughing at myself. Like you got to find that like inner kid within you again and just like have some fun. Like just find little excitement in things again. Like okay, blast some music on the way to work. Like, why not? Like, okay, it doesn't matter. Just find little things that excite you and just make you, like, have fun again. And back to the small wins, because I just kind of got in a tangent. You gotta, you gotta create momentum by having small wins. So, like, the first thing I do when I wake up, I make my bed, okay? And that, the first thing I'm doing is I'm, one, I'm creating a win because I make my bed, I didn't want to make my bed, because it's kind of a hassle, but I did it. That's a win. Um, the next thing I do is I do yoga for like 15 minutes just to get my body stretched. I do that. I finish that. That's a win, right? I just won the thing I said I was going to do because a lot of times I really don't want to do it. I just want to be like, oh, I'll just go back to bed. But no, it's hard to get up and do stuff when you really just want to go to bed. But it's a win because I got up and did it. Okay, then I meditate. Okay, cool. Now that's a win. I finished meditation. Win. Okay, now I'm going to take a shower. Okay, I'm going to do a cold shower. Been doing cold showers. Highly recommend it. 
It's terrible, but it's really good. That's a win. That's my biggest. If I can do a cold shower at 30, 9 o'clock in the morning, oh my gosh, like that's a win because that's like the last thing you want to do is blast yourself with cold water. But it's doing hard things, doing things that you don't necessarily want to do and continuing to do them because you value being disciplined, you value being hardworking, whatever your values are. I'm just using values that are prevalent for me in my life. And you create this momentum of continuing to do it and do it and do it over and over. And you get proud of yourself. I was walking out of the gym today and I got done with like a shoulder workout and I literally just tap myself on the back and I go, hey, good shit today. Like I'm talking to myself like like such a weirdo, but I'm like, hey, good shit today. Like that's a win. I literally said that. I go, that's a win because I didn't really want to go go to the gym today, but I did and I killed the workout and I got done. And I was confident in myself because I value being hardworking. I value being disciplined. And I just did what I said I was going to do. I chose my values over my feelings. And that's hard. But that's how you create dignity. That's how you create a sense of purpose in yourself. That's how you find that. I don't know the right word. That's just how you find that rush again of who you are and what you want to do. It gives you that sense of urgency. It gives you that sense of this is me. This is what I want to do with my life. And that was awesome. That was just an awesome moment for me to just be like, I don't care that I'm talking to myself. I don't care that I'm patting myself on the back. Like, I'm proud of myself for doing that. To kind of jump off of that is another thing is you got to just align yourself with what you really want to do, what your goals are, like figure out what you want to do with your life. Most people just kind of glide through life. I'm just going to go to school and then get a job, make some money, be safe, have a family, you know, make sure I can pay for them. And yeah, that's, that's basically my life. Like, but okay, but what do you want to do? Like, what are some bucket list things you want to do in your lifetime? What, what kind of impact do you want to leave on the world? What, what problems are you trying to solve for people? Like, what do you want out of life? What is it? Like, what do you want? What do you want to do? You just want to go to school and get a job? Okay, but what do you want to do with your life? That's just so basic level. That's just the security aspect of finances. That's not what life is about. So you got to really align yourself with the right goals and don't lie to yourself about what you want or what you think you want. Don't let someone else tell you what you think you want. What do you really want to do? And don't base what you want to do on money. Don't. What do you want to do with your life and then find a way to support it? So the last thing I really want to touch on and I'll kind of end on this last point here is, dude, be easy on yourself. Okay. Life is hard enough. It really is. It is not easy. And if anybody has felt depression or anything similar, I, I'm sorry. Like, I know I get it. It sucks. It really sucks. You need to be easier on yourself. You're being way too hard on yourself. Way too hard. You keep putting these expectations on yourself of, I have to achieve this. I have to do this. Just relax. It's okay. It's okay to feel the way you're feeling. It's okay to not be okay right now. 
So one thing that kind of helped me is learn to talk to yourself like a seven-year-old. And I know that sounds really stupid. But seriously, like, stop talking to yourself like you're God. And that maybe sounded weird at first, but let me explain. You are putting an expectation on yourself that you can't ever feel sad. You can't ever be anxious. You can't ever be scared. You can't ever be burnt out. You can't ever be tired. If you're, if you have a seven-year-old and he comes and he's like, I'm tired, what are you going to do? You're going to say, that's stupid. You can't be feeling tired. You need to feel happy. Just think positive thoughts. No, you're not going to tell your seven-year-old that. So why do you keep telling yourself that? Why do you talk to yourself like you have to have this, this God level of an enlightenment where you're just pure bliss all the time? <laughs> Stupid, right? And I realized I was doing that to myself for so long. Instead of being my best friend, in a sense, being the person who I'm feeling sad and I just go, yo, it's okay. Like, we're all right. Like, I know this sucks. I know this sucks. And I'm talking to myself here. I know this sucks. But it's okay. What can we learn from this? And talking to yourself and being there for yourself, being a support for yourself. Don't be your worst enemy. Be your best friend. Another thing is, it's okay to take a day off. It's okay to lay in bed all day. It's okay to watch Netflix for a day. It's okay to cheat from your diet for a day. It's okay. Just don't be so hard on yourself for taking a day off. Just be like, you know what? I'm going to take a day off today. I do it once in a while. You know what? I need a break from work today. You know what? I need a break from working out. I'm just not going to do it today. Now, don't let that become a habit, but it's okay if you're just not feeling it for a day. But then the next day when it's time to recommit, you got to recommit. And it's going to be a little bit harder since you kind of killed that momentum. But just know that going into the next day. It's going to be harder, but you're going to commit. And as long as you're like, you know what, I'm going to take today off, but I guarantee and I commit that tomorrow I will be back. That's okay. That's probably a lot more beneficial than trying to like just push your way through and just be like, ugh, be a a, a mess all day where you're just not feeling it and all you're thinking about is watching netflix like just watch your netflix take a day off it's not a big deal life is hard and i'll end with this life is so hard it's not easy it's not supposed to be easy so every time you make a choice to choose those values over your feelings you need to celebrate you need to be proud of yourself because every single moment that you continue to be here, that you continue to push yourself to be the best version of yourself, you just won. You just conquered a moment. And that's amazing. That's beautiful. And I'm proud of you for doing that. I'm really proud of anybody who is continuing to conquer moments because it is hard. There's been moments in my life where I've contemplated not even showing up for those moments anymore. You know, I'm not in that place anymore, thankfully. But I understand anybody who has been at that point or is at that point. It's hard. It is really hard to continue to keep showing up. But just keep showing up. 
every single day. Even if you're exhausted, if you're weary, if you're scared, you're anxious, just show up. Just keep showing up. You can do it. Just have some faith. Surrender because you can't control what's going to happen to you. You don't know. And what happens is you put these expectations of what you expect to happen in your life. And then when that doesn't happen, you get stressed out. But the only thing stressing you out is the expectation you keep putting on everything. And then when that expectation doesn't go right, you put a bigger expectation. Okay, well, I got to do this. I have to make this happen. Stop. Stop doing that. Stop doing that to yourself. You need to learn to trust. Surrender. There is a much higher power at at work in this universe, in this life. And you need to surrender to that. Doesn't mean don't take action. Doesn't mean don't create this person you're going to be and choose those values over feelings. It doesn't mean you don't have a great deal of responsibility and free will in this life. It just means you have a limit on how much you can control. And you have to surrender to the other half of what God can control. Please keep showing up. Have faith. And as Jason Capital says, keep fucking going. Don't stop. Just keep showing up. You can do it. Feel those damn feelings. You got this. And I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm out. Peace. Thank you.